A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! We're on air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good Friday morning. It Good is morning. Everything tastes better. Your mushrooms in the morning taste better. Tanya, my coffee tastes better. Mm-hmm. My Tubbs big jug of water tastes better. Did you do the text I sent you? Sissy's gallon of water over there tastes better. Did I do the text? I, how do I do a text? What do you mean do a text? No, I sent your, you a picture job. of my, my coffee mushrooms, and then I said also reminder to. To record your grinding your beans. Ah, uh, you know what's funny? Told you I you were going to forget. Text. Well, I got the text. I saw the photo. I didn't read what you wrote because <laughs> I thought you were just sending me a text of your mushroom powder. Yeah, you Tanya, you blew it. You shouldn't what? have texted the mushroom thing. You, you, you were just supposed to say. You guys, yeah, it was you just the lead. Text. Uh, no, uh, uh, no, it was too much. It was too much at once. You ever yeah. text somebody four things and they yeah. answer one because you put too much in there. You, you buried the lead. You sent a vi- you sent a, a video or a photo of your what I don't know what it is your mushrooms your jug your jug of coffee mushrooms or whatever yeah they are. coffee yeah. mushrooms and, and so all I thought was oh she's saying here are my mushrooms my coffee mushrooms and you stopped reading and I didn't even read yeah I just oh saw my the photo gosh I, it was this it was all in one chunk you mm. could, why don't you remind me Sunday there's always another show uh, okay I'll put a reminder right now but you okay first of all we don't need reminders Ryan you can just set an alarm. When, when do you I have your coffee? For Sunday on a Friday? No, 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 no. When do you have your coffee? What time? Oh, uh, let's walk through it. Oh. First of all, about three o'clock in the morning, I look at the clock and I think only two and a half or two hours of that coffee. What a treat. I get so excited, I can barely get back to sleep. Okay. Then the alarm goes off mm-hmm. and the old me would go, oh, but the new me, the coffee lover in me. When I say the old me, I mean the old me where I used to have my coffee brought in here. Like I didn't even have coffee before I got here. Oh, wow. That was back in the day. Tony, you remember those days. Mm-hmm. I used to have Stevia in it, too. All those. I mean, those are the good old, bad old days. I love the phases of your coffee. My Life coffee. through your coffee the, phases. My, the evolution mm-hmm. of my coffee is a progression through history. Everyone goes through evolutions of their own versions yeah, you get of in, coffee. Like, I was in a black coffee with two yeah. Stevias, right? For, yeah. Forever. You try different uh, things. You see what works for you. Right. Stevia, maybe not, I shouldn't be having that all the time. So now I make my own. But now do I make it. I grind my own beans. This is a whole new version. This is oh, like the Manuka honey old. phase was my favorite. So what time do you do that? Is it is it four forty? It's forty five minutes before I've got to leave. I grind the beans because I like to have my coffee while I get ready, fresh. So that's when you need to text him, Tanya, at that time, because otherwise he's not going to do it. 
I don't know. You could do the night before. Yeah, no. I'll text him the night before. No so chance. The first thing he sees yeah, when he wakes don't up. Attach a photograph of anything from her pantry. <laughs> That throws oh me off. Gosh. If, if anybody you guys, gets a photo, you don't read the text. You just look no, at a photo. If anybody listening got the text you got, they would have read it. It was very minimal. Yeah, it was not a like, But I would have forgot. Texting me. But I would. I already forgot about it too. Oh well, God. let's move on. It's not going to happen. I didn't get video or sound of my grinding beans. I'm going right. to get those. Some. I mean, look. There's a lot I'm of people in this room. I'm just going to send tubs to your house to remind us to do that. I'm sending tubs to your house at 4:40 well, tomorrow morning. Don't. No, no, it's Saturday tomorrow. Please or do whatever. not send Tubbs tomorrow. It's Monday morning. Tubbs will be out there with his own beignet. I'll text for you hours. Sunday night. Monday morning, he shouldn't show right, up with a little microphone. <laughs> record it. Please do a show. I, okay, like I think I live with you guys. That's true. <sighs> I mean, All right. Basically. Good morning. Let's have a good day. Someone's in a good mood on this side. Yours truly. Yellow. Ready to go. Friday, March third. We got no rain this weekend. It's a little chilly, but that's all right. That's Partly fine. sunny highs. Still going to get to sixty. We'll take it. And Adam Levine is coming on today. Mm-hmm. Maroon Five. Adam Levine. Let's see. So they just have baby number three, right? Yeah, baby number three. Yep. You guys have the same number of kids. Love that. Any? You should think about the three is a threes. good number. Yeah, but the, the the tips for parents of threes. Think about that. Well, we're both kind of in. I mean, mine's 18 months. is a newborn. So, so same, yeah. same. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> they welcome baby number three just recently. Uh, party of five. You guys could share mini vans. Yeah. You need a booth every restaurant you go in. You could, you could eat at the same table in every restaurant in LA. <laughs> same table. I mean, these are all notes for uh-huh. the conversation. All right. How was your night last night, Sissy? Anything interesting at your place? Just kind of caught up on my shows, my Jersey, Real uh, Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. And The Last of Us, which is the show that you still are not watching and you're missing out on. I just started it. Oh, see, Tanya just started it. I watched an episode. No, <laughs> you need to like get back into it. The first two I didn't love, if I'm being honest. Okay. The fine. third one see? hooked me. Oh, the, th- third, got... the third episode is everyone's favorite, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I got pulled into the documentaries about the Murdoch. Oh, I finished all three of those as well. How crazy is that story? I had no idea. I had no idea the background. So I watched the Netflix one. Now I got to watch the HBO Max one. Ooh, there's an HBO Max one. There's a low country one too. But because it was in the news. Yes, it's all in the news. And then it kept going to trial. When my my Netflix populated, it kept pulling up the dock. And I finally said, not for me. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and not for me. I'm surprised you clicked on that because that's really not your cup of tea. No. You know how many people told me? Because I was like, I watch the news all the time. So mm-hmm. the trial's in the news. Yes. And then someone said to me, oh, if you're watching that trial, you need to see the backstory. You, there's context you don't know about. And I said, but I'm not so interested. And then I couldn't stop. It's crazy just how much like the town and like the, it seemed like everybody was trying to cover it up and oh, it's all twisted. Uh, so I don't want to give you my weekend watch list now, but if you've been following that trial, you should watch the Netflix doc. I've not seen the HBO one, but there's one mm-hmm. on Max too. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, got into yeah. that. Mm. Now, Tanya, what's going on at your place? Sunny is barking at the TV on everything you guys are watching on your watch list. No, it's not everything we're watching, but it's anytime any sort of animal comes on the TV screen. So like a dog, a cat, a horse, a gecko, geico, any sort of gecko rat or snake or any sort of animal, which you would think is I not think often. It's cute. It's not cute because it's everything so, everywhere all at once. It was yes. probably cute when she was a puppy and her little bark was like, burp, burp, yeah, burp, burp, burp. and now she like launches no, at the TV. She like jumps up and launches, and you know, it is. I am so blessed to have Georgia, who does not give a you know what oh, about anything on TV. She's so stoic. We've She's tried so to stoic. like pick her up and put her in front of the TV That's to show her it's problem. not real. Like Mm-mm. we've done everything. We've put her outside the room whenever she does it. We let her back in. She does what it right away. What happens if she sees herself in a mirror? Does she bark? No. Yeah, Georgia will not respond to animals in the wild, outside, or anywhere in the park. I love her. Anywhere. That's a gift. She yeah. just rolls her eyes. She's like, please. That's a gift. That's like real. Dakota. Dakota's like that too. I can, yeah. I can walk Dakota without a leash. Oh. She just follows me. She stays right by my side. I mean, Georgia yeah. literally is like, that dog's an actor, mm-hmm. okay? I am not getting involved. That, but that's how she is in the wild, too. When she sees other dogs, she barks because she wants to play with them. So I walk her over and I let her, her say so hi. So did you ask anybody or Google, like, what happens when your dog reacts to animals on yeah. the screen? There's got to be a way to get them off of that. We Googled, and that's when we came up with the idea to 
put her outside the room when she does it. Right. Put it in extinction. Right. Like after she does it, put her outside the room, close the door, but we open the door and she does it right again. It's like very, I think you have to keep doing it. It's like it's repetition. You have to keep doing it, keep doing it. When I tell you we've done it and done it and done it, it's like. But this might be years. You have to just keep doing it. Hey, listen, welcome to parenthood. Yeah. This is a rude awakening, huh? The rest of us have been doing this for a long time. Now guys, someone's impressed. She launches at the TV like she's going to play with it or fight with it or something. Yeah. It is, it's kind of cute, but it's this very is, annoying. No pun intended. Thing. This is child's play to Sissy. She's got three kids. She's got pets. She's got a husband, okay? Child's uh, no, play. Robbie has two kids, and this is very annoying for him as well. He's just like, I don't know Please. what to do. This is I don't have kids, and this is equally as rattling. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've been through stages with, even now, like the old me would have been all bent out of shape when Georgia got diarrhea inside. The new me doesn't care. Yeah, you just got to deal. We roll with you the just punches. Deal. You know what? In life, if diarrhea is what I got to clean up, great. The other night, so we were trying to get the kids, you know, Ace is pretty good about vegetables. Maxon is not. And so I was saying, if you want a cookie after dinner, you have to eat this piece of broccoli. And Aza was like, no problem. Ate it, done. Maxon was like, like doing the thing where like, I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat it. And finally, like he, he puts it in his mouth and does like the gag reflex and it's so dramatic. Like performance gag. Totally. And this is his thing. He always gags anytime we try to give him carrots, any vegetable. And this time it was so bad that he actually threw up. This was the beginning of dinner. It was just barf. His yes. pretending got so the, deep the with pretending the got that he so, actually triggered a throw. Or maybe oh, it was no. real. Who knows? I doubt it. But yes. But as the Did mom, he get the cookie. No, he didn't get the cookie. Oh, poor kid. If it I makes know. you feel any better, I didn't like vegetables as a kid, and now look at me. I'm basically well, you like know what? We should put Sunny and Max in a room together. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> let them work their issues out. But the point is, it's like it didn't even gross me out. It's like, you just stay calm. You clean it up. It was, you know, I didn't even get have a no, bite of my dinner yet. You I was guys, like, you can barely hear what's going on the TV because she's going so wild. It's a problem. Well, we're going to have to work Well, why don't you give her her own room with her own TV? Because that's practical. Yeah. You know, all of this makes me beam with joy. And I'll tell you why. Because if we're hearing these stories about Sonny, wait until we get into the proposal, the marriage, and maybe a family. I mean, we're going to get some real good stories this week. Yeah. I'm going to extend my contract just to get these stories. Can't wait. Wow. Let's do, what do we, let's do a 10, 15, how long? 18 years. On air for 18 years to get these stories. 20 year deal. 20 years. Come on. Tubbs, how was your night? Uh, tiring. Oh boy, really? Training, yeah. Getting beat up. Oh, I'm sorry. sore. You know, you don't have to. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's an elective beating. Yeah, wow, it's like your choice. I, mean, it's like I you, never thought of that. You're actually paying for it, right? I do pay. For yeah, wow. you get a bill. That's the wrong sort of psychology. All right, we'll come back to that. Tubbs. Interesting. You want some? We have all kinds of ointments here. If you want some over there, there's a drawer full of stuff. Uh, all right, but we have a morning hack that I want to get to. So, a med school student named. Natalie went on TikTok and said her doctor warned her to never wear this while driving. This is fat. This is going to blow you away. You might be wearing it as we speak. Are you wearing a claw clip in your hair? Wow. Wait, why? Why is that dangerous? Tanya? No, but I wear one like basically every single day. I wear one at home the majority so, of the time. To me, a claw clip looks like the chips clip I put on my bag, but with yeah. holes. In. Kind of, it had, but it's like a claw. So they have yeah. little teeth that kind of like just All right. intertwine together. So don't put a chip clip in your hair either. <laughs> but apparently they have seen women who've gotten in car accidents and it gets embedded into the skull. Oh my And it changes the God. path of their recovery. So what is the solution? Hair ties. And you can buy them in bulk. That is disturbing. But very good... PSA. I mean, it's like one I read and I was like, we can't get that on fast enough. I know. I wear a hack. That's a PSA. I wear one to work all the time. I just washed my hair hair last night. It looks great. Hair ties. Yeah, just put a hair tie in, especially when driving now. Wow, that's interesting. So the impact, because it's in the back of your head, and if you were to get in a car, the impact can go boom. It goes right through. Yeah. Hair doesn't break. And that changes the Everyone driving right now is just like throwing their claw clip out of their hair. I mean, take it out. All right, listen, here's the quote. Getting into this. On a Friday, we're coming together to get through the day. Know who you are and be it. Know what you want and get it. Nice. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. 
Well, disgraced South Carolina attorney Alex Murdoch was convicted of murder yesterday in the shooting deaths of his wife and son. Jurors took less than three hours to reach a unanimous verdict. This morning, Murdoch was sentenced to life in prison without parole. The San Bernardino National Forest has announced a temporary closure of all forest lands due to the recent extreme weather starting tonight and lasting through March 16th. And, you know, the mayor of Big Bear Lake is asking people to hold off on visiting the area until the community recovers from all the recent snow and activity and just a, a, a technically emergency that has happened. The mountain community has run out of gas and some of the stores have empty shelves. As of this morning, there is just one road cleared and essential convoys are using it to bring in supplies. So he says even one accident could shut down the highway for days. So just avoid trying to go up to Big Bear for now. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Today is National Cold Cuts Day. I have phases of going through wanting cold cuts. I like a turkey sandwich, but not all the time with Swiss. Not all the time. But anyway, it's uh, Celebrate Your Cold Cuts Day. No rain this weekend. Chilly. Partly sunny. Highs only around 60 degrees. A lot of calls about this. I guess some of y'all came in at the end of the morning hack. But uh, really interesting. This is from TikTok. There's a med school student. Her name is Natalie. And she said that her doctor told her to never wear a claw clip in your hair while driving. You know, you pull up. What's the purpose of it? You, your hair is you pull it's it up just, to get out of your face? Yeah, it's an easier way to kind of put all your hair up. It's better, too, because rubber bands, like, they can pull your hair out. And those are just easier But they make such hair. better ones these days, too. Like, the slip ones are really good. Yeah. Is that, you're talking about the hair ties? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hair ties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Time to ties. switch out the ones in your bathroom drawer. Yeah, get rid of the old school uh, ones. I, I don't have those now. No? That was that was way back. Oh, uh, excuse me. No, that was when I was dating. Excuse me. How did I even tell you that? You, do you not remember? You told us you had like a whole you had like a whole situation going on. Mm-hmm. Hair ties, razors. How would I? That's just a mistake. Deodorant. Yeah. What a what a mistake to tell you all that. And that was nice. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I find that um, you know, you buy those things in bulk, they double as a bracelet. Hair ties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, listen, the claw clip, be careful, because what they're saying is if you get into an accident, um, they've reported that uh, that claw can get embedded into your skull and change your recovery. So, I, and we saw this, and I got to get that on the air. All right, now, shifting gears here. Sissini, Tanya, Nicole Perino, she heard the stress and anxiety in your voice, Tanya, a few minutes ago, and she heard uh, the story that your dog, Sonny, is constantly yapping at the TV. Anytime there's another animal in the screen, mm-hmm. Sonny loses it. And then you put Sonny outside, and Sonny goes right into it the second Sonny comes back into the yep. room. So Nicole is a dog trainer. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on in Woodland Hills. I know you're very busy, but you stopped training a lot of dogs right now to take on Tanya's Sonny issue. It's very nice. Is there a way, if, if, if one's dog is constantly barking, at the TV, because they see other dogs or other pets. How do you get them to stop? So there's a, a few reasons why dogs bark. And for what it sounds like, it sounds like excitement barking or alert barking. So usually you can tell if it's excitement or alert barking by lots of movement, like pacing back and forth, jumping, running, barking, stuff like that. So what we have to do with train, uh, Sunny is we have to untrain her out of her current behavior and into a new behavior. And the most important part is to desensitize your dog and counter condition your dog throughout the day with animals on the TV. So what that means is figuring out, is Sunny barking at the sight of animals? Is it the sound of animals? What is it that she's triggered by? If it's both, start with one thing. Let's start with like the TV on mute. And we're gonna start far away from the TV where she's at a, at a distance where she's still trainable, where you can still get her attention and she's not barking as much. She sees the animals on TV, but she's still paying attention to you. And you're going to start pairing the animals on TV with something good. So you're going to have her on a leash. You're going to have high-quality goodies. And every time an animal pops up on the screen, pay her. What happens is over time, every time she sees an animal on TV, she's going to start looking to you because you've paired throughout the history of our life together. Every time I see an animal on TV, I get 
you know, a hundred bucks. And then you just want to make sure that you manage the environment. So we want to prevent her from rehearsing this behavior, which means if we're watching TV and we're not ready to train, we want her to, you know, be in a crate or give her something else to do or just not watch TV around her. But the most important thing is every single day throughout the day, we're practicing that uh, pairing animals on TV with something good. Nicole, it's good advice. It, patience, patience and repetition, Tanya. I mean, we can play fetch with her while we're watching TV. It's just like, it's a lot of fetch. But Nicole, we bring this up because this is the first dog. I mean, Puppy. You know, she she wants more dogs. Mm -hmm. And so we're just trying to help her out and make it through this one. Mm -hmm. What kind but of obedience do you have with your dog? Mm. Mm. Good question. Is there <laughs> obedience? No, there's not really a lot of obedience. She's a in good there. girl. She is a good girl. This is really the only thing that drives us a little nuts. Does she, like, if you tell her to go to her bed, she goes to her bed. Oh, yeah, and night she we sits, say, uh, yeah. it's bedtime, and she goes right into her crate. But, Nicole, this is good stuff. We're actually going to uh, send this show home with Tanya so she can listen <laughs> to those pointers, and she will stay abreast of it. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for contributing. Yeah, thank you. Those good training tips. When your pet barks at other animals on screen, how do you resolve it? Good stuff, Nicole. That was good stuff. Tops, can we go back to you for a second? I feel a low-energy vibe coming from the engineering corner. So you were in your jiu-jitsu class last night? Is that yeah. right? Yep. And you got a little beaten up? Yeah. It was, you, it was who the, was in the ring with you? Or the mat, well, the it's mat. a group class, so we're just mixing it up with everybody. And you're just tired or sore, or has it just been a long week? It's Friday. So it's you're a long week. Yeah. yeah. And you're training every night? Pretty much, yeah. That seems like a lot. A lot of wear. Well, good for you, though. And you take the weekend off? Uh, yeah, I try to still do some working out, but it's I always happening. No, why that sounds unfun to me. I like the idea of learning a discipline, right? But the notion that like every single day and a bunch of other people out on a mat and then that kind of low energy, it's mm. like. To me, it's the touching of somebody else. Yeah. I just don't want to You touch don't like them. to touch? Where Where do you grab everybody? Shoulders, <laughs> legs, right? You got to pin them. Shoulders, legs, wrists, is, is the, is neck. The, you want to pin? Yeah, try to pin and, and submit. Do like you just like get into people's submit. armpits? Eh, armpits. Yeah. yeah. See, to me, it's, I'm a te it's a technical. I don't want to yeah, be in somebody I, I, else's I armpit. I am not that guy. Yeah, I'm not that girl. I am not the guy that wants a chokehold <laughs> for my fat burn. Yeah, I'm not that girl either. Right? Like, it's not for me. But it's great. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but people who, right? People who start something like this. I mean, you got all your belts. Like, it's a real, yeah. it's a real lifestyle. I mean, his girlfriend it does it too. Years. Yeah, yeah. That's how you guys met. Did you guys meet life that way? No, no. he's been working here forever. I met him through <laughs> iHeart. No, no, him and his girlfriend. No, oh, they met on Instagram. On the did you oh, meet that's in the right. They no. met in the gram. Did you meet in the chokehold? How'd you guys meet? <laughs> I got her into it though. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a modern woman, Tanya. Yes, yeah, she gotta is. Try it out. Yeah, baby. Tanya, there is a show in just your facial. There's memes <laughs> in your facial expressions of this show. Like half, I just want you guys to understand. I know this is an audio, generally an audio program, but there's 90, no, sorry, that's inaccurate. There's 40% of facial expressions coming from Tanya's side. And then words come out too. Right. But like the eye rolls, the smiles, the glee during that whole Tubbs conversation, I don't know what to make of it. But David Albert's going to make it a meme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's you get to the You can say a lot with part. your eyes. Okay. But, but the problem is this is broadcast. I know, but sometimes it's better that it's broadcast because some things maybe are not so good. <laughs> like the eye rolls. Okay, let's get to the training. <laughs> okay, sure. so I feel like this is a question that many people face in their lives. Are we best friends or could we be more? So when should you pursue that and when should you not? Real Housewives of Miami star Larsa Pippen had a pretty great way to figure out if you're ready to take things to the next level or not. Um, she was talking about the moment that she realized she was more than friends with her now boyfriend, Marcus Jordan. She said, I think it was one night we went out and there was a girl that was there. She was trying to talk to him and I was getting jealous over it. It was weird because I'm not really the jealous person. And so then I was thinking maybe I do really like him and that's what really sealed the deal. And so I thought that was like a really good indicator because I think a lot of people have a best friend that they think they could date, but nobody really, you don't really want to go there. You don't know if you should go there. And I felt like that was a really good way of telling. Like if you get jealous when they're flirting with other people, you should make a move. Boom. Yeah, but then you can make that move and then you realize you start dating them. 
wasn't the right move. But that's okay. <laughs> is jealousy healthy or not? Hmm. I don't. I mean, I feel like there's a there's a portion of jealousy that might be good. Mm-mm. Fine line. Yeah. It's I think like it's how toxic. you interpret. Well, it depends how much of it it, it is. I and think how you need you to have a little it. jealousy. If you're not jealous at all, and like, then you just don't care. Like, no, because you can be inspired or motivated. Jealous is a different type of energy. I think how you handle it right. could be toxic. It's about or how you handle could it. Be non-complacent. Right? Whoa, chain. Oh. Collarbone <laughs> yeah, chain. Sorry, that was distracting. <laughs> Here's one of those moments where we go in a different direction. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I got a new chain. I can yeah, see that. The deep and I decided v. to wear a V-neck. <laughs> I, didn't want you, I didn't want you guys to notice right. until now. I mean, how long does it take you to notice something You didn't new? want us yeah. to notice and you're like ripping you down your shirt. You're like club night I'm, over there. I'm being facetious. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, if you guys had a new like decoration or haircut, I would notice way before now. It's my new decoration. We didn't see it until you dropped down your V. Yeah. Well, wait, what, what you there it is. Wow. What's at the bottom What's that, of like it? a 20-inch, Just... 18-inch chain? I don't know. The guy was like, what do you? What kind of inch do you want? I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I know dub size. I don't know chain size. Is there anything on the bottom? Is there like an ornament at the bottom? There's not an ornament yet, but I'm thinking about what I should get. Do you have any ideas? So I have a silver chain. That's what they're talking about. But it's long. I, mm. is, is it too long? No, it's no, quite it's nice. If like you had like an open... You tuck it in. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. nice. But what sort of a trinket or locket charm? should I put on it? Maybe I'm think a about it. key. No, not with your key. Stop with your keys. I'm not going to walk around with a key. Yeah, where's your key? My... Oh, you want a fob while we're at it? Where's your love key, Tanya? Oh my gosh. I'm I'm about to gag like your son. <laughs> it's at home. <laughs> the broccoli. The with broccoli the broccoli. Uh, let's put a pin in what charm I'll put on my new chain. But wait, is it does it work or not? I think it works. I love when it just kind of peekaboo's around the neck. Yeah, that's why I got it. Mm-hmm. Not to like pull it out and wear it on on the outside. Yeah, just a peekaboo. Who do you think gives the best advice on this show? Who gives the best advice to callers on this show? Ruby, do you have a second? Oh, yes. Who do you think gives the best advice? To callers on this show. No campaigning, Tanya. Put your hands down. <laughs> I didn't put my hand anywhere. You just um, were like making eye, like goo-goo eyes. <laughs> you can make eye contact with whoever I want. That's another meme, Alvarez. Get it out there. <laughs> the pressure is on. Um, I would say it depends, but I feel like I'll say Tanya. Oh. Mm. Michaela, are you free? <laughs> I'm shocked by that. <laughs> um, let me ask it differently. Who do you most agree with in terms of advice on the show? It definitely depends, but I feel like I agree a lot with Sissony. Okay, let me see what else is back. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> Jen, are you available? I'm here. Who would you say you've known the longest on this show? <laughs> Definitely you. All right, we just want to get a consensus of how people view us. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. Uh, By the way, did they move the tree? Could she get back to her house? Jen had a tree fall in front of her house. Couldn't get home. Did she get back home, Ruby? Do you know? I think so because she's here now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, everybody's so uh, investigated, putting the pieces together. Now, the reason I bring all this up is because Amber's on the line. Amber, thank you yep. for reaching out to us in this moment. So I just want to give this scenario to everybody. A guy you met had a girlfriend and you're dating him and now the girlfriend is obsessed with you? Correct. So wait, okay. Um, we need everybody on this one. And welcome whoever just entered. So this guy that you met had a girlfriend. How long was it after he broke up with her to when you started going out with him? I honestly don't even know of that much information. I call long. But all I know is that she stalks my socials and just copies everything that I do from outfits to everything. How did she find out about you? I guess the guy would talk about me to her, like, because he's public. So I'm assuming every time he posts me and tags me, he'll go to his profile and then from my his profile jumped to mine. And then since we all did go to the same high school. Okay. And Amber, do you think she's trying to get him back? How did he end it with her? 
I think that turned because to this day she's like messaging me and like just telling me stuff. It's like, okay, girl, like, no. <laughs> she's text messaging you or she's like DMing you? She's DMing me. Well, congratulations. This is a form of flattery. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. This You've is a form won. of flattery. You are the winner. Yeah. Right? So I kind of feel bad for her. Yeah. Honestly, I really feel bad for her because you've got, obviously, the guy maybe that she wants or you're the person that she wants to emulate. So you almost want to, I mean, you almost want to be friends with her. Well, you don't need to be friends with her, but just ignore her. Yeah, don't stoop don't to her level and don't let it bother you. Because Do what you're doing and how you want to be to be with him and to be you and not worry about her because you're doing everything, it sounds like, right for your happiness. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, because I got to the point, I was like, should I confront her? Because I have friends sending me her stuff, like, oh, like, like, she copied you on the same post on this picture. She copied her caption and same outfits. Like, dude, that's scary. Like, I don't know what to do. Should I confront her? I, I, I ignore. No, ignore. No, Not and that's way. the thing. Bullies want, they want, yeah, uh, they want that to attention. rattle you up. And just and if you, you gotta, give it no energy. You got to let it not get to you. Matter of fact, you didn't even call us. Yeah, you've got the guy. It's not even... No. And good for you, Amber. Thank you, and good luck, all right? I would block her. You would block? Mm-hmm. But blocking even shows that you care too much. But who cares? Move on. I don't want to see it. I'm with Tanya. Block? Uh, yeah. I don't want to see it. If it comes up in my feed, I don't want to see it. If it affects my life, and then it starts... It's affecting no, but her life. No, she's not following her. She's not following her. She just has friends that send her stuff, so she's not following her. That's also mean on the friends. The friends need to not be sending her stuff. Yeah. She needs to talk to her friends and be like, hey, I don't want to see it anymore, so stop sending me that stuff. I think it's very good advice. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, Adam Levine, I've talked to him in a while. He's coming by in a few. It's going to be on with us in a little bit. You know, Adam Levine, Maroon 5. So they're doing a residency. I am going to set you up with tickets to go to Vegas to see Maroon 5. Um, Maroon 5 was uh, one of the first bands I had in here when I first started here at Kiss FM. This love. I think was was out, and the whole band came in 18 years ago, 2005. Listen to that. Do you actually remember the first time you heard this love on the radio? You know, actually, this love. I mean, it really started to take off while mm-hmm. we were in Europe. We were uh, coming up from the airport for the first time after uh, we got number one. And I think one of us had to like, "Hey, man, want to listen to Maroon 5?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." And we turned on the radio and Maroon 5. Yeah, it was sure enough. <laughs> That's 18 years ago, Maroon 5. We wow. sound the same. Yeah, you don't. I sound totally the same. No. <laughs> You sound different. Um, I don't, but we'll we'll take it to the band on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so he's going to be on a little bit. Right now, it's our Hometown Hustler segment. Hit it. I'm a hustler, baby. This is a great story. So, Nikki High, you're going to meet her in a second, of Octavia's bookshelf in Pasadena. Her grandmother passed away, right? It's difficult. Nikki quit her corporate job to open up her dream bookstore. Her GoFundMe attracted national attention, raised $20,000 plus. So she grew up in Altadena right here and for years worked for Trader Joe's. So interesting. Visiting cities across the country, she would go into different bookstores and talk to owners about how they started their business. So in her mind, she's gathering these data points about how to do what she really wanted to do while working for another company. So last November, after... Weeks of trying to find the right space. Nikki High signed a lease on Pasadena's North Hill Avenue and opened up Octavia's bookshelf on February 18th. And let's meet Nikki now. Good morning, Nikki. Congratulations on opening your bookstore. Uh, You did it, huh? I did it. I'm so excited. I can't believe it. So it's really great. Over 300 people showed up on your opening day. And tell us about Octavia's Bookshelf and its significance to you and to the community. Yeah, um, Octavia's Bookshelf is a BIPOC-focused bookstore carrying um, books across all genres written by Black, Indigenous, and people of color authors. Um, It's the first of its kind owned by a Black woman in Pasadena. And it really just celebrates stories that are sometimes overlooked. And my goal is to celebrate and promote those authors every day. 
so great. And how does it feel? Like you were working for a company, you're doing your gig for many, many years. What is it like to get up in the morning now that you're doing your dream job? Because these are the inspiring stories. I know a lot of people listening want to pursue something that's been in the back of their minds, but it's just like push to push to push to do it. What do you feel when you wake up now? Um, I have to pinch myself every morning um, just to make sure that this is real and it's happening. I've been dreaming of this for so long and... You know, when I made the leap initially and quit my job, there was a moment of, oh, my God, what did I just do? <laughs> because I really liked my job and the people I worked with. But, you know, I, I love books even more and talking to readers and authors. And so being able to get up every day and do something that I'm so passionate about is just a dream come true, really. And Octavia's Bookshelf, the name Octavia. Tell me from where that comes. Yes. Um, Octavia's bookshelf is in honor of Octavia Butler, who was born and raised in Pasadena. She was a black woman sci-fi-ish author, and um, she's written, oh my gosh, just such amazing books. And some of them written in the early 90s, still super relevant to things that are going on in the world today. But um there's just nothing like her. And I think authors like N.K. Jemison, you know, were hugely influenced by Octavia Butler. And I always thought if I had an opportunity to open a bookstore in Pasadena, that I'd want to honor our hometown legend by naming the store after her. Wow. Well, you are our hometown hustler today. We love to spotlight these stories. <laughs> so congratulations on it. Nikki High of Octavia's Bookshelf in Pasadena. Check them out at Octavia's underscore bookshelf on Instagram and go by mm -hmm. and say hi if you're in the neighborhood. Good luck, Nikki. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. I'm a hustler, baby. 15 years doing her day job. Goes for it. Yeah. That's what Hometown Hustler is all about. Finally had that moment. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Adam Levine right here. 102.7. Kiss FM. Great to see you, pal. Nice to see you, too. How's everybody doing? Everybody's great. Now, I wanted to just get the platinum looks, got the beard. No gray in the beard. Beard looks fantastic. There's a little gray, gray in there. Just okay. All right. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Now, the only reason <laughs> I say it is because I was telling Sissy and Tanya, thinking mm -hmm. back, it was, I think it was 05, 2005. I had just started here at Kiss FM, and Maroon 5 came in and it was one of the first band interviews I ever did here. This love was out. It was massive. Uh, it was April 24th, 2005. Do you have any recollection of that? No. Yeah. Well, I'm no. going to refresh. I, I, at, that point, at that point, things were happening all the time. So it was just constant. You know, and when I think when you're having a big success for the first time, it's like the most overwhelming thing. So everything it kind all of runs together. This one all right. Thing. Well, listen yeah. to see. Tell me if you think you sound different. This is... Maroon 5, April 24, 05. Do you actually remember the first time you heard this love on the radio? You know, actually, this love, I mean, it really started to take off while we were in Europe. We were uh, coming up from the airport for the first time after uh, we got number one, and I think one of us had to then, like, hey, man, want to listen to Maroon 5? He was like, yeah, sure, and we turned on the radio, and Maroon 5. Yeah, it was sure enough. <laughs> Is that me? That's you in the end. That I think it's James at the beginning, I think. It sound yeah. a bit, uh, I, I don't know. I was a kid. I was probably hung over. <laughs> Wait, let me see. I think there's there was a point where it was on so much it was actually nauseating. No, every 20 minutes there was a Maroon 5 song. <laughs> Talk faster. <laughs> I hate myself in that interview. I talk I talk a lot faster than uh than I do now. That's interesting. <laughs> it's funny to look back though, isn't it? Yeah, I um, sounded a little bit like I had helium. <laughs> yeah, both of us. Yeah. You guys you know, are just both so excited. We were so like it was a beginning for me. It was big <laughs> beginning for you. We're like so angst. We're so green. <laughs> Ryan, it you sound the we, same. It was before we got jaded. It was before <laughs> we became jaded and older. Before cynicism kicked in. Yeah, I know, um, right? We got so much uh, going on here. We're going to get to Vegas in a second, but congratulations. I guess you now have a trifecta there. It's a family. It's a party of five, right? Yeah, man, it's it's a. Uh, it's zone defense, as they say. Well, they say it's triangulation. It goes from man to man to zone. We got like, it's like this and that. Oh, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. So it's awesome. I love the chaos. I embrace the chaos. Sissini 
has three. And so I'm thinking yeah. just like any table that you find, Sissini, that you could recommend to Adam and the family, any vehicle that you guys have, right, you could exactly. recommend. You guys are in the same sort of scenario, right? <laughs> Granville in lo- and Studio City is a great family restaurant. We go there. We frequent there a lot. You know, you got to find nice. the, the restaurants that will allow a party of five with all the little ones. That's true. That's true. I know. Right, not many people right take vehicle? us anymore. What's the right? <laughs> Do you need a minivan? I, will, I, I push harder for the minivan, but I, that's got kiboshed. I see a minivan as like you just bought into like a whole new thing. You can make a <laughs> minivan whatever you want. It doesn't have right. to be your mom's Chrysler Town and Country. It could be no, you can this like spectacular spaceship of fun. Aftermarket. Uh, I got it. It ain't happening. Aftermarket. It's all about the aftermarket. <laughs> you go, to, go get some dubs. All right. Adam Levine here, Maroon 5. So I want to get into this. Last time we were talking was a while back. Now you guys are going to head to Vegas and kick off this residency. And it seems like these residencies are the hottest ticket in town. I mean, not only for for audiences, but for artists, too. People who are doing these residencies love it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy because it used to be kind of not a thing. And then overnight, it kind of became very cool and very uh, common and popular. Which is really nice because I think that when you spent, you know, uh, a better part of your life on the road, kind of touring all over the world, which has been absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. uh, you definitely get to the point, you know, bringing, you know, going back to the kids thing, you got, you got a family, a wife and kids in this this life that you have at home. You don't want to leave it too often as life goes on. Uh, and so it's nice to be able to go to Vegas, come home, go to Vegas, come home. We live really close to there too. So that's cool. But Vegas has become this kind of Mecca for like, uh, artists to come and play and do their residencies. And it's very, very, very popular. Now we're a band, so it's, it, we're just a band. So it, the thing that's been kind of tricky to figure out for me has been how to bring something different and special and singular to Vegas without having, I think a lot of the things that people have when they play Vegas and you associate Vegas with like Cirque du Soleil or like, you know, crazy dancing and there's people and there's so many people doing so many things. So I think that uh, we had to like figure out how to operate in a simple, but really kind of impactful way. And I, I think that what we were, finally onto after lots of you know sitting around brainstorming thinking of ideas and thinking of ways to do something really lasting and and impactful and special and classic uh i think we have something really good going it's also interesting adam to think about audiences in las vegas because it's people from all over on a vacation different from like traveling when you're going to their city like they're on vacation they're in they're the spirit of like having fun holiday mood and i'll bet you there are People coming to the show that are diehard fans, and then people coming to the show that like are just coming to see a great show, right? And then they become well, a that's, fan. Again. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. That's that is the trickiest thing about playing a concert in Vegas. Even when you're not doing a residency, even when you're just playing there, when you are a person in Vegas, you are choosing uh, your entertainment in a pool of very specific options, right? So, like, I chose Maroon Five over something else uh, right. for my Vegas trip. Is very different than. I've been waiting for them to come to my city and here for yeah. five years yeah. or how, you know? Um, and so it's a different type of person. And so it's kind of cool. Cause it gives us a chance to like, yes, like you said, play the people that are our biggest fans that will come to those shows, but also like a new person who may not know or be as involved in, in the band and what we're about over the years. So it's kind of like we're auditioning for some people and we're, we're playing preaching to the choir for other people, yeah. but it also, to, to me, it, gives us a it's a challenge because it's like okay well we have to really blow people away because people will be seeing us in a completely different light um and so it's it's tough it's been i'm not gonna lie like it's definitely been challenging figuring it out but uh it's great i love being pushed i love a challenge i love to 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 try new things so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great so adam levine with us talking about maroon 5 in vegas the dolby live theater park mgm tickets are on sale at maroon5.com i have something to give away here in a second 23 top 40, 29, 30, whatever it is, top 40 hits. How do you compile the set list and do you change it? We're making it really specific for this one. Um, I like to kind of lock in for a tour, what we're going to do tour by tour and kind of stick to it more or less, a little less off the cuff. But for this, it's like we're really kind of bringing our biggest, biggest songs. Imagine if you were watching bits and pieces of like the most kind of exhilarating live concert you've ever seen, but then there were other visual aspects that tied into it that weren't what you expected. I'll just say that because that's vague. 
there's a lot of things happening throughout the show that aren't just us playing our songs. Let's just put it that way. Let's stay into the big okay. theme here. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. This is, uh, it's yeah. going to be fun. Vegas, uh, I got a hotel stay. I got tickets. If you want to call us for those, you can be calling 102 here at 800-520-1027. Now, before Adam Levine, before you go, <sighs> the evolution of Maroon 5. Mm, the journey that has been Maroon 5. The chapters that have been Maroon 5. It seems like there's another chapter on the horizon, right? Yeah, uh, there always there always is. We are working on something that is uh, that is unbelievably cool. And I'm, I'm, I always say this. You could probably go find every interview we've ever done over the last 20 years and find me saying this, but that might not be a bad thing. I'm most excited about this. What's coming? Thing. Than uh than I've been in a very and is long a thing time. in the format of an album? Uh, it's maybe. <laughs> is it in the format of a body of work, songs, singles? Like it's, how are you looking it's, at it's it? It's music. It's music. Music. Okay. It's definitely music. And and at what stage are you in this project <laughs> of music? We're right in the middle of it. We're right in the middle of it. But just know that I think one of the coolest things we've done is coming very soon. And, and very different. And I think the key at this point, honestly, is to do what you love, but also to do something that that will surprise people. I love that. That's, that's the sound. That's the sound bite that will travel the world. Uh, hey, it's good to yeah. see you, Adam. Thanks for coming Thank on. You, we look forward to seeing you out in Vegas, and I hope to chat with you soon, all right, bro? Bye. Bye, guys. Caller Bye. 102 gets those tickets. That is a show we need to see. Yeah, That I'm is down. a show we need to see. Sisney has more details on this, but there's a $2 billion lottery ticket. And this guy claims he is the rightful owner, and it was stolen from him, right? Correct. Okay, what happened? Well, basically, do you remember a few weeks ago when it was announced that Edwin Castro was the yeah. winner of yeah. the 2.04? We talked to a different Ed Castro who listens to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, we talked to a different Ed Castro that was not the winner, but yes. No. So uh, it was actually Valentine's Day on February 14th when it was announced that we had a name and that, you know, he basically was going to get the lump sum of like 990 something million dollars, whatever, whatever. Well, about a week later, this guy, Jose Rivera, is coming out filing a lawsuit claiming, no, 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 no. I am the rightful owner of that lottery ticket. It was stolen from me. So this news has been all over the headlines so, this week. Is he claiming that Ed stole the ticket from Jose? So he's not saying Ed. He's saying, first of all, he's saying, I went and I bought the ticket at Joe's Service Center in Altadena. I bought the ticket on November 7th, one day before the winning numbers were revealed. He says the ticket was stolen before the drawing by an individual referred to as Reggie in the documents. Reggie. And who's Reggie? So that's, that's just, that's how, what it is. And, Basically, California Lottery is claiming like we are really thorough with all of this. We know for a fact that it is Edwin Castro that won this. So they're saying Jose made this up? They're basically not authorized to investigate criminal activity among its players. Wait, so Jose, can, can this guy Jose, God? this guy Jose is now saying, go back and check the, the surveillance footage. cameras. Yeah, yeah, go to go, Joe's service center and get the footage. And get the footage of people that went in there and see if he actually went in there and bought the ticket. And California Lottery is saying, no, we don't investigate criminal activity, blah, 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 blah. So this guy needs to lawyer up, which he's lawyered up. And so maybe he's going to take it the legal route and yes. use evidence Instead of who, just going back to look at it. It is a mess. Who knows where this ends up? All we know is that Edwin did elect to take the cash value of his prize money, totaling $997.6 But can you imagine if this is true? So you did buy that lottery ticket and then it was allegedly stolen from you? And They know exactly somewhere it's registered exactly precisely what time this ticket was purchased. Yeah, match the footage. Match the footage, whether it's through the legal pursuit I guess. or whatever. Match the footage. I guess that's what this Jose guy's trying to do. I mean, that do. would clear it up in a second, wouldn't it? In theory, yeah. I mean, here's Edwin Castro. I don't know anything about what happened. Here's Edwin Castro. <laughs> All of a sudden, he wins $2 billion. Thank you, Joe's service. <laughs> and here comes Jose saying, nope, you didn't do it. So either Ed's like, are you kidding me? Or Ed was playing us all. Right. Because it was Jose's ticket through with this guy, Reggie.
Who's yeah. Reggie? And who's Reggie? Right. And is that his full name? No. It's no, in the legal docs, he's being referred to as Reggie because he doesn't know his real name. So this well, is what's that this, story this about? Sounds like this, this sounds like a Netflix three-part so doc. Sketch. Oh, man, it's so sketch. I, mean, I need a streamer to do this. Now, the I'm just Googling. The California Lottery goes on to say they are confident Edwin is the correct winner. Yeah. Meaning Jose made this up. But Jose's going for it. He's going for it. Yeah, he's lawyered up, filed the lawsuits. It is happening. Wow. Uh, what did, In the words of B.I.G., Mo money, mo problems. Mo money, <laughs> mo yeah. problems. True. In the words of the late Notorious. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We've got our weekend watch list coming up. Sissy, do you have any exciting plans to share with me for your weekend? For my weekend? I'm having my sister weekend, remember? Oh, yes. No, mm -hmm. I didn't until now. Yeah. But thank yeah. you for reminding me on a daily basis. So when do y'all take off? Um, right after the show, I asked her what time she was going to get to the hotel, and she said she didn't know because she still has you know, her mom duties with the girls. They're teenagers, so they still don't drive yet, and so I think she still has to pick them up from school and do that stuff. And so you got to wait around for them to get there? I'm not. I'm oh, I'm gonna... leaving right after the show. I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to get to get... the hotel and have to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fine. I don't want downtime. I want to get into it right away. As soon as, as That's soon what I'm get saying. There. Yeah, so I'm going to get there, gonna I'm going to get a cocktail, I'm going to relax. Wait, 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 wait. Let's call Sisney in about four hours. What's Michael doing with the three kids all by himself? I don't know, that's his problem. That's his plan. He And you know what's funny, because usually when I go away for the weekend, he has support. Like He, call, he, he either goes to his parents' house for a night and kind of just spreads out there. Um, but his parents are out of town this weekend, too. So he really, I think he's oh, going to. I love this. <laughs> it's an experiment. Parental experiment. But he's a really good dad. You know, I feel like he makes it harder for himself than he needs to. Like, he will, he'll he'll pack everybody up, and he's going to go to the park, probably. He'll do stuff with the kids. He full-on cooks. He does all the things. Like if I, I want to be that, that family that if, goes to the park every weekend. Like, if I was at home with the three kids all weekend, I would, like, Put him up with like the Netflix, and I would post me every meal. Me like, I would three. You, you know what I mean? Like I make it yeah, so I'd simple. I make it fun for me. <laughs> make it fun for me. Right? Like I'm gonna post me what I normally don't get. Right? Pajamas all three days. Totally. <laughs> I mean, guys, this is a four person party. Me and three kids. Yeah. No. All right, let's get to our. Can we play the thing? Our weekend watch list. The weekend watch list. Just watch. Go. All right, Sissini, uh, let's start with what's on your weekend watch list. Not that you'll be watching so much this weekend. Well, but I already watched this. It came out last week. And if you haven't seen season three of Outer Banks, you should. This show is, I love it. It's such an easy watch. And it's kind of like a modern treasure hunt, so to speak. But it's hmm. about, you know, these, uh, I would, yeah, I guess technically they're high school kids. But are it's, they still in high school? Yeah, they, they are. They've in been the in high school since season one? Well, yeah, I mean, they're are they seniors? Sixteen-ish. Well, you should watch the show because well, I did watch season one. You well, did? Okay, yeah. Madeline I, Klein, right? Yes. You should watch. Uh, it's really, really good. And the season four actually got picked up before season three even came out. That's how good this show is. This guy, the reason I watched season one is I kept hearing Chase Stokes. Chase, like Stokes. Chase Stokes. Chase Stokes is like 40. Chase Stokes. 18, Chase 16, Stokes. whatever. He's, he's 30. 40. He's 30. Yeah. Whatever. He's, he's great. Like, he's like, um, yeah, he's 30. It was like right. Ian Somerhalder when he was playing like a 15-year-old high schooler. That's right. But I also like this guy's name. It's Chase Stokes. Chase Stokes. Yeah. Hi, Chase Stokes. We should have Chase Stokes. Chase Stokes we should listening? totally have Chase Stokes. Can we have Chase Stokes, Stokes on? By the way, Chase Stokes does not talk like this. We just do <laughs> saying his name. That's the funny thing. Is that it's just name makes me talk like that. <laughs> well, they're the pokes. Yeah. All right. All right. Nice. But anyway, so that's uh, Outer Banks season three. Yes. Yeah. So is he 30 now? So he's 30 playing 17? Like, 30. That's a good look. Like, yeah, good for you, Chase Stokes. <laughs> I, right? My good last Chase name would be Stokes as well. Stokes. <laughs> Seriously. Exactly. I wonder if that's his real name. Well, well don't tell me if it's not. You're going to okay. ruin my fantasy. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let me live in that. All right. It's, uh, oh, wait. Someone's coming in with the news. David, you know his real name? Or Sam, you know? It's James Alexander Chase Stokes. Oh, see? Well, he's got, a, he's got a dual life. He's also James Alexander. That's another great one. I'm going to cast him in something. Yeah. All right, that's on Sisney's watch list. Let's see. Uh, Tanya, what's on your weekend watch list? Okay, so we have to talk about Grey's Anatomy because as a Grey's... It's still on? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was over. It is no way, season, no chance. Season 19. Are we being punked? No. And I want to... And this is Meredith's final season. No. 
It was Meredith's final episode last episode. week. And let me last tell week. you, oh. as a Grey's Anatomy fan who's been invested for the past 19 seasons, it was so disappointing. Oh. It was an uproar amongst the Grey's stands. Oh. Yes. I did not hear one oh. good thing from anybody. Hey, wow. Easy. Whoa. These people have been such a part of your life for a long time. Which, is why, easy on the which is why we were so upset by it. But I will say, these new interns, I'm not giving up on the show because I'm really invested in these new interns and they do feel like a breath of fresh. Air. Why was I it didn't so bad? See it, but I'd be more forgiving for a show that changed you and your life for almost two decades. I watched Mare like almost die multiple times. I watched her get married. I watched her lose her husband. I watched her lose her sister. Well, I watched you her lose her best friend. Appreciate yeah. the good times and isn't and she the reason like you started episode. your podcast, which yes. is so yeah. successful? Like, guys, yes. Please. Well, then why be so harsh? The on goodbye one was so. Wow. Listen, offensive. We all, we all hate goodbyes. Okay. She deserved more. Justice I mean, for Mayor. Do you want to tell us what didn't happen? <laughs> they basically gave her like a toast and that was it. Great. What's no. wrong with the toast? You guys have to watch it. Just what watch it. appreciate the good times. All right. Where's that positive reinforcement energy? We're out, even our music is out. <laughs> such a rant. No, because you guys were talking about Chase Stokes for so Chase long. Chase Stokes. Oh, Chase Stokes is, is his name. James I'm, saying, I'm Stokes. saying I'm not leaving the show. I'm sticking it out. I'm going to watch it till its very end but i do have to say what all the fans are thinking is that what all, all right. of them are thinking yes all right ruby yeah. and i have seen something that delivers if you want to know more about what's happening i've in seen the news. this too sisney has seen it too mm -hmm. very good so the hop on photo this. is terrifying well it's well, a the whole terrifying, terrifying story it's a double homicide and more ruby what's on your weekend watch list so uh, Murdaugh Murders on Netflix. I think if you're tr into true crime, you definitely have to check it out. The story is just so fascinating. I had to binge watch it. I, oh, yeah. I stayed up so late. I was just like, what is happening? Um, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, it, the story. It, it's disturbing. Yes. Really disturbing. And it just adds real context if you've been watching the Murdaugh trial. In yeah. the news. I had no idea. I was seeing in the news like this is bad, but I had no idea how bad. Yeah. And he was actually found guilty last night and sentenced to life in prison this morning. So they actually kind of timed it perfectly to release it now. I don't even understand how they do all that. Uh, right. You know. Michael said that he was just like, is this he's how? like, this is in the news, right? Because this is like it's timed perfectly. The fact that it's on Netflix it's, now. It's, re it's remarkable how it's sort of dual tracked. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's our weekend watch list. Jesse Lozano on the line. I want to get with Jesse here. Jesse is going to be on this weekend. Mm -hmm. You can hear Jesse Lozano this weekend from 4 to 8 on Sunday. But Jesse, so you were up in Big Bear and you got stuck or almost? No, we were up there right before the Big Daddy Blizzard came up. And we were hearing that we needed to like bail out of town fast because we didn't have chains. We weren't really prepared for it. And so the front end of that weather system came in and shut the visibility down to like whiteout conditions five feet in front of your vehicle, and we drove down the mountain. How oh, nervous were you so driving scary. in that whiteout stuff? With your whole family. Well, yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, it's like, you know, my wife starts crying a little bit. She's a little worried. My son is in the back feeding off my wife's vibe. She's crying a little bit. I kind of want to cry, but I realize, no, I can't do that. I got to keep it together. So I'm like... I have my head out the window. It was the only way that I could see the yellow lines in the street was if I put my head out the window because the headlights. I've been in those type of blizzards before in Big Bird. It's so scary. And it's literally, yeah, and you're, you're, it's like you're, you're fighting for your life. It feels that so way. I'm, and, and I'm trying to convince my, the people in the car that I'm not feeling like that. So I'm like singing all the songs on the radio. Like, um, yeah, um, uh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew you. I'm like trying to wow. compose Wait a minute. my family. Have we closed it's out in season 21 or <laughs> can we let another golden ticket winner in? A platinum ticket, oh, maybe? So bad. Yeah, I get the platinum ticket, right? Why not? It might be but, I mean, lying around. Wow. That is exactly what I did. I literally was singing. I, I needed to convince my fam that I wasn't freaking out. And it was, I mean, I wanted to turn around and go back at one point. And then I'm thinking, well, if I pull over and wait. To, for the storm to go away, am no I going to run out of gas? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I'm not a good in conditions kind of driver, right? Yeah. It's like any conditions yeah. other than sunshine and SoCal, it's like, be, <laughs> like look out. Yeah. I can't put chains yeah, I, on my tires. I can't change a tire. Mm -hmm. I'm just like no conditions kind of guy, you know? Yeah. it's And it's definitely waiting for you up there right now. It's like almost impossible to get to Big Bear right now. 
Oh, Jesse Lozano. The good news is he made it out, and he's going to be on the air this weekend. Let me see. What are we doing? Oh, we got tickets to go see BB Rex at the Wiltern, right, this weekend. On yeah, BB Rex. So make sure you listen. My show starts around 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. I lead into all the good K-pop stuff that JoJo does now on Sunday nights. So a um, little bit before he starts the K-pop stuff, I'm going to give away those BB Rex tickets. Probably around 4 or 5 o'clock-ish if you're listening to Kiss on Sunday. I remember doing that shift years ago, not here, but somewhere else, and about 7.30. I was starving, man. I was. I started for about seven thirty. I want to get out of there and get some meat. That's right, right. I mean, I yeah. hunger it, kicks in. It, it's such a weird shift because then it's like we got to start Monday morning the next I day. No, like don't, reminder. don't, don't say Whoa. it. You're going to keep us upbeat. All right, Jesse. Thanks. Have a great weekend, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hi, guys. It's going to do it for us today. Uh, thanks for playing all week with us. Coming up on Monday, we're back, as you know, with the Ryan's Roses. She and her boyfriend, I guess, this is the email, we're hanging out with a friend of his, and then something interesting happened, I guess, when the boyfriend left the room. Details, 740. Come back to us on Monday for that. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning here on KISS. Take care, guys, for 1840. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.